2: Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Knaff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to give you a little bit of help and a little bit of hope on your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, Thanks for joining us. And today we're going to talk about living in the present moment. Now, the truth is that this present moment... Right now, wherever you are, doing whatever you're doing is all you have, all we have. We can't relive or undo perhaps um, what we've done in the past, and we certainly aren't going to be able to do to do much about a moment we haven't even lived yet. So how do we live in the present moment when so often uh, we're thinking about the past or worrying about the future? Well, we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, Father Bobby Blood, Father Blood joining us for the first time as one of our spiritual directors, a priest in the Diocese of Rockford, Illinois, associate pastor at Holy Family Church in Rockford. Father Blood, welcome to the program. Great to have you with us
3: today. Chuck, good morning. Great to connect with you. I'm excited for our conversation today.
2: I am, too. I love talking about living in the present moment. I must admit, I don't do it very well, but uh, I love talking about it. And as we do every day, we will invite you and our listening audience to join us and uh, tell us about your experience of living in the present moment. We'll get those phone lines open here in just a moment. But, um, Father, uh, first of all, welcome. Good to have you on for the first time. And I really appreciate you taking time in what is probably a busy day to be part of the program here today. But get us started living in the present moment. What are we talking about? What does that look like?
3: Yeah, I thought we could start with a quote from uh, Mother Teresa. She says, Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We only have today. So let us begin. You know, I think uh, all of us have a lot of questions that we want answered, right? We might be experiencing unrest, maybe chaos in our family or our country, our world. And, and it's easy to kind of be... Um, Drowned down by all of the questions we have about the future or maybe the inverse, right? Maybe we have the heaviness and the frustration of things we've done in the past and and it's easy to be weighed down by all of these these questions, but uh, to realize that we have Jesus right here in the present moment, um, to not be distracted by uh, where we've been and where we're going, but to realize right now something uh, in particular the Lord has for us is uh, this moment. Uh, with him, so uh, I was reflecting back on my, kind of my own journey, and like you said at the beginning, sometimes it's easier to do this than others. But I remember when I first got to seminary, and um, I was kind of having a hard time, a little bit homesick, thinking about you know the glory days of high school, and and kind of longing for the priesthood, and and looking at that eight-year track. Um, so I went in the back pew of the the chapel, and I looked up at the tabernacle, and I realized that's the same Jesus. Um, That's the same Jesus that I met um, early on in life, and God willing, that would be the same Jesus that I would be with in my priesthood. So I remember that distinct moment where time sort of stopped, and I realized God has something to offer us uh, even beyond all the things that we can control, even just to slow down for a second and realize, wow, I am with the God who loves me. Uh, so I think that's something for, for each of us, each and every day, each and every moment, to try and check ourselves, right, to, to see what is the Lord inviting me into in the midst of all this.
2: Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director. Father Blood uh, joining us uh, for the first time is one of our spiritual directors, a priest in the Diocese of Rockford, Illinois, talking about living in the present moment. And let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us, uh, toll free into the studio, 888 914 Don't forget, you can email us as well, life at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about living in the present moment, uh, what has been your experience of, of doing that or trying to do that? and maybe a time when you realized the present moment was all you had. We'd love to hear the story. And then how did it impact your faith? And certainly if you have any questions about what we're talking about today, we invite you to join us on the program. Again, toll free, 888 914 91 Four nine, and so uh, Father, just talk to us a little bit more about that. I love the story when you just kind of settled in there and realized that um, it's the same Jesus, and Jesus is uh, is really all we have, and you know, let's be honest, he's really all we need, but we do look backwards we worry about the future we wonder with all of the chaos uh, the the uncertainty that's going on in the world today you know how are we going to get through this so what are some practical tips for us in terms of of trying to live in the present moment today right now
3: i think one place to start is just being honest with ourselves being honest about what we're feeling and thinking I think sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to do those things. Maybe it's you feel the pressure of being a parent or you're bogged down with work. Even In my own life as a priest, there are so many things that um, can kind of uh, steal away the moment. Um, And we might rush past the moment because we maybe feel inadequate or maybe we feel like we're not going to be taken care of by the Lord. But I think we have to be honest about those feelings, honest about those thoughts and talk to the Lord about them. So uh, for me, uh, the spiritual life is one that is uh, one of rawness, being able to just kind of verbalize and get out the things that we're actually experiencing right now. Uh, But not doing that alone and not doing that in in like an unhealthy sort of sad way, um, but to be able to invite the Lord into those conversations, Jesus, I'm feeling the burden of right now. I'm feeling the burden of my sin. I'm feeling the burden of of not knowing what the next six weeks, six months are going to look like. And then being able to uh, slow down and enter into the silence as he speaks into those things. Uh, and, and I think one practical step with that is even to to take notice of uh, what are the certain feelings and thoughts that you have on a recurring basis? Jot them down, right? Pull out a journal or a sticky note and, and just be able to write out, these are the sorts of things that come up on a regular basis. And then being able to invite Jesus into the moment and let him speak to that place. Um, I think that starts to kind of shift our perspective from um, the worry and maybe even the lack of trust into uh, someone else is in control. Right, mm-hmm. God is in control of, of these things.
2: Yeah, and then so, Father, for somebody listening today who um, maybe is suffering, maybe uh, the cross is really heavy, and um, what would you tell that listener today? Maybe they're living with uh, COVID. Uh, maybe a friend is, a family member is living with COVID. Maybe not doing too well. So the suffering that is part of all of our lives. But for somebody who is worried about what's in front of them, for somebody who remembers the days that were not so um, filled with uh, so much suffering, for somebody who, who's carrying a heavy cross today, what would you maybe invite them to do? Maybe what would you tell them to do in terms of living this present moment in the midst of carrying that cross?
3: I think of, of Zacchaeus when he um, found his way climbing that tree, trying to get a glimpse at Jesus. Uh, you see that great faith. Uh, I I imagine a lot of your listeners, especially those who are suffering and and faithfully listening to uh, the show, uh, are seeking, uh, what am I supposed to do? What's the active thing I'm supposed to be engaging with to kind of get through this or or handle it? Um, But if we look at Zacchaeus, I think the most powerful uh, part of that story was that Jesus already knew Zacchaeus, and he knew him by name. Uh, so realizing that if it's a physical suffering, if it's an emotional suffering, to realize that Christ desires to call us by name and to be with us in the midst of that suffering right now. Um, I know at Mass sometimes I'll I'll have people ask, you know, Father, you take your watch off um, before you start the Eucharistic prayer. It's kind of a habit that I started right when I was ordained. And, and I just kind of explain to people, I want to remember um, that what we do at the Mass is not just um, something we do on an average Monday morning. Uh, we're also engaging with the sort of present moment with Jesus, that present moment of his offering himself on the cross, uh, and engaging with that, that even in the midst of right now, in this moment of suffering, the specific painful burden that you carry, Jesus offers his suffering with you. Right? He, off- he obviously carries much of our suffering on his own, But he allows us to share in that, um, maybe even as a reminder to us that uh, we're not alone, right? Um, So I I would say, uh, take a deep breath. um, Be honest about those burdens. Be honest about the frustration. And maybe simply just ask the Lord to speak your name, right? Speak uh, my name, Lord. I want to be known and loved by you even in these uncomfortable tender parts of my heart
2: yeah and, and then father blood uh, just back to uh, your your insight about being honest so somebody carrying a cross trying to live in the present moment to be honest about maybe the anger to be honest about the frustration to be honest maybe about the pain but to be honest about that and uh, when we get back into to being honest about it that really in so many ways brings us back into the present moment doesn't it
3: Mhm, it does, and I think it also starts to shift our perspective um, one thing i'm I'm a relatively new priest, and so I don't have much to offer at this point um, but one thing I've realized that covers a multitude of sins is gratitude, so even in seeking this present moment in the consolation of the Lord in our suffering, to take note of the little things that are are worth being grateful for, being able to be honest about those things too, saying... Um, I've got a family who cares for me, or you know, I have the consolation of, of faithful people on the radio, you know, speaking truth, or maybe you have a, a community in your parish. Maybe it's as simple as a meal. Being able to admit that this is something worth reveling in, even though it might be tiny, um, there's so much offered in every moment. I I was thinking about even before we we started our conversation. I had my window open, and I can hear the wind blowing through the trees, and I can hear. Um, the kids playing on the playground for recess, and and there's so many things to just take note of and be grateful for. That even in the midst of, you know, a pandemic and unrest in so many places, um, the Lord is still present in these little moments and these little things we hear and see and feel. Um, so I think you I think you're right on, Chuck. Mm.
2: Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director. Real quick, I just want to mention our pledge drive last week. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have the words. Uh, amazing, incredible, wow just an incredible outpouring of support last week on our uh, November pledge drive join the family and uh, so many of you reached out to join the family and be part of what we do here at relevant radio we're always very honest about what we need to stay on the air we had a need of 2.7 million dollars and more than 13,000 of you said yes to our invitation to help and as of this morning we crossed the 2.9 million dollar mark not very far from the three million dollar mark and we really don't have the words amazing incredible just a thank you from all of us at relevant radio Uh, we cannot do this without you and a heartfelt thank you for your generosity and support and by the way if you didn't have a chance to uh, donate you can still do that at relevantradio.com on the relevant radio app and you can also call 877-291-0123 We are talking today about living in the present moment and what is your experience of that, a time when you realized the present moment was all you had. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director. We'll be right back. Thanks for joining
0: us.
1: This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. John, chapter 2, verses 13 through 22. Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen, and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables. And to those who sold doves he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, "'Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up.' The Jews said, "'This temple has been under construction for forty-six years, "'and you will raise it up in three days?' But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the scripture and the word Jesus had spoken." You
2: can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com/gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio Studio Line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com/forester. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Chuck Neff, along with our producer Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper answering your phone calls. Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director. Father Blood is a priest. In the Diocese of Rockford, Illinois, Associate Pastor at Holy Family Catholic Church in Rockford, talking today about living in the present moment. Uh, Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Our email address, at com. But your experience of living in the present moment, um, what's uh, that been like for you? And let's be honest, it's tough at uh, times. But uh, your story, we'd love to hear it. And again, if you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number, 888-9149. So, uh, Father Bobby Blood, let's uh, head to the phones. And Gary, listening in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Thank you for waiting, Gary. Welcome to the program today.
4: Yes, thank you. Um, the way that I live in the present moment is I break it down into the past, the present, and the future. So, I think of today as yesterday's future and tomorrow's past. And that helps me focus on the present. Because I realize that yesterday's worries did not come into fruition and tomorrow's worries haven't happened yet. And that keeps me focused on today.
3: That's a that's a powerful sort of phrase. I I think about um the certain times where we allow our anxiety to, to rise up and and then you're right, they don't seem to come to fruition. It looks different and, and not as heavy as, as we presumed. Um, is there a certain experience or time in your life where you found that to be um, difficult or, or most prevalent to, to kind of hold on to that phrase?
4: Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm in business. I'm self-employed with my wife and I do clinical massage, so I work a lot with pain and suffering. And the pandemic was pretty tough because I had to close for three months. So I had to really trust day by day, and that's why I always went back to Padre Pio, and I I studied all his letters that he wrote to his spiritual advisors, and I found that to be the most helpful Helpful thing for me in my faith was to read Padre Pio's private letters between his spiritual advisor and his spiritual uh, and his confessor, and I always go back to his letters.
3: That's beautiful, even to to make those connections with the saints, to realize that uh, they're just like us. Uh, they're striving for that sort of virtue and and that joy in the present moment. Um, and and to look to them and say, well, how did they handle it? Well, they talked to their spiritual director and and they talked to the Lord and they held on tight. And so that's beautiful to see your witness too, in the midst of this pandemic, to see that uh, you were faithful and you held on tight to what the Lord was offering in today. Uh, so I, I appreciate your witness, Gary.
2: Yeah, that's a great story, Gary. You know, and that's so, he brings up such a good point and you alluded to it as well, Father Blood, in terms of, you know, we're so worried about tomorrow and everything that we think is going to go wrong. And then we get there, it doesn't quite turn out what we were thinking about, does it? We do worry about things, one, we can't control. And in so many, in so many ways to use Gary's words, uh, none of it or not most of it doesn't come to fruition, does it?
3: very true and i I think it's trying to keep uh, the truth of how consistent and generous the lord has been in the you know present moment to say like if you know he's holding me so close right now i've got to set these questions aside for a moment and just kind of see how things play out realizing that we don't always have the control we just have our lord and we have this moment to breathe deep Yeah.
2: Gary, thanks uh, for joining us. And nice to have you on the program today. Talk a little bit, if you would, Father Blood, about the saints, uh, Padre Pio that Gary brings up. Pray, hope, and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and will hear your prayer. Great wisdom from the saints. I often wonder if they were able to really live that um, as uh, we probably think they do. I don't know if they really did, but, but but it's just such great wisdom. Pray, hope, and don't worry. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, isn't it?
3: Right, sometimes easier said than done. Uh, But I think sometimes when we look back at the Saints, it's easy to just see the highlight reel, uh, to see what was the overall impact they made in their whole life. But um, I don't know if we can really know the sort of struggles and pain that they carried. Sometimes you get a glimpse into it with their journals and and maybe even letters. Um, But to realize that the impact they made uh, was purely based on the daily choices to fulfill the mundane and i think about our call to be uh, missionaries of the gospel Uh, and you hope for great conversion and you want thousands baptized but frankly it starts with one conversation Uh, so to look to the saints and and to even enter into the simpleness of their life what are the sorts of gifts and talents god gave them before you even get to maybe the huge impact but Uh, Were they a good listener? Were they patient? Were they consistent at those sort of virtues that we can emulate and pray for and and even recognize in ourselves that God created us good, as he did these great and worthy saints that that we honor, uh, to realize that we already have gifts and talents that the Lord wants to use for some great impact. But what are the little ways right now that we can kind of engage with these gifts and talents?
2: Well, and then we talk about Padre Pio, Pray, Hope, and Don't Worry. Uh, this man suffered, didn't he, with his stigmata? But uh, his was a uh, hidden life. Um, as we, I like to talk about that a lot, by the way, just in terms of we're called to hid, uh, lead hidden lives, not to be on the radio every day, but thank you, Lord, for the opportunity. But, um, but uh, in the midst of the saints, in the midst of their suffering, they were able to do that. They were able to pray, hope, and not worry.
3: They were. And I think a lot of it is keeping their eyes fixed on uh, the Lord, uh, being able to, to take that time to uh, re-engage with that part of our heart, like we talked about before, that's tender, and being able to to walk with the Lord in the midst of that suffering, especially the suffering that's hidden. I, I've found a lot of uh, parents and grandparents who, who carry the burden of you know, their kids and grandkids who have uh, taking some time from the church, I see my own young adult people, my own uh, people my age, just lost and confused, and, and a lot of times feeling alone, and uh, just realizing that the Lord gives us that life vest uh, right now to just engage with Him. And, and again, easier said than done, but um, that daily choice is is where we're made saints, and and we have that hope for uh, the life that is to come in heaven.
2: Living in the present moment, we're talking about that today on The Inner Life. Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director. Let's head back to the phones, and Terry, listening in Decatur, Illinois. Hi, Terry. I
5: I was having trouble living in the present moment when I would get ready to go up to communion, and I read this uh, mystic's experience. I think she was from Argentina, and she said her guardian angel appeared to her and would always sit next to her when she was getting ready to go to communion. And then she, he or she would walk up and receive, beside this person and, and receive communion. And I, I, I really like that. And so now I always, before I receive communion, I've, I always think, okay, my guardian angel's right next to me and just really puts me in the right presence to receive our Lord. That's it.
3: That's beautiful. To see the the sort of connection we can have with the saints and angels, because there's something timeless about that, being able to have Mm -hmm. a companion who understands, um, but also uh, them being sort of other um, is, I think, a way by which the Lord reminds us that, um, whatever sort of distractions we have or anxieties, um, we don't have to carry that on our own. It puts us immediately in that immediately in that place of communion. Uh, so that's a that's a beautiful sort of, of practice. And you found that to be fruitful as you prepared to receive communion. You know, moving forward after kind of reading from that mystic.
5: Yes, yes. So yeah, it really has really has helped me. Yeah. Uh, Hope it will help other people.
2: It will, <laughs> trust me, Terry, It will. Well, you know, and I'll—I'll I'll be honest. I mean, I—I'm I'm getting. I I'm, guess I'm having a a better relationship with my guardian angel than I have in the past. It's taken me a while to get there, but I think sometimes, uh, Father Blood, I kind of forget about that guardian angel who is really with us all the time. That's why they call them guardian angels. But uh, what a great insight for us!
3: Beautiful insight and. And I think you're right on. It's easy to forget some of the basics, especially as we live the faith day in and day out. We can uh, forget about uh, what are the things that we're being offered as as Christians, as Catholics, uh, from the Lord to to kind of keep us on track and keep us in that place of, of hope like we've been talking about.
2: Yeah. Terry, God bless you. Thanks for joining us. Let's head to Minneapolis and Leroy listening there. Hi and welcome. Good to have you on The Inner Life today.
6: Oh, thank you. Great show. Great show. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a male, head of our household. Living in the present is very difficult. Our own household is divided. Um, but uh, my youngest daughter, who is seven, uh, I, I have to use this trigger of just literally just reminding myself that I'm never going to be here right now with my children Uh, Tomorrow they're going to be older. They're going to want to do different things. I'm seeing my daughter run around the park, chase after literally a butterfly. And, you know, we we can't go anywhere. There's there's really no entertainment to go to, to bring our family, but just a simple smile and the laughter of, of seeing our child run after something that is as simple as a butterfly. It's uh it's just a good reminder, uh, for me at least, it,
3: but it's tough. Um, yeah, I, I think it's beautiful to see sort of that balance where we feel the the sting of, of maybe not having the freedom that we're used to, but also that sweetness of what we do have, um, and to have that precious moment with your daughter to kind of take yourself out of your own head maybe um, and to see, you know, Scripture so often talk about uh, if we could learn to be a little bit more like children, we'd probably be better off. Um, and so that's beautiful to hear that witness of how uh, your daughter is able to to witness to you and and transform your heart. Um, a question I have for you is, you know, you have these moments. Um, is it easy to hold on to those moments? Do you find it difficult to kind of recognize what's happening uh in these opportunities or um, how have you you grown in being able to engage with these sort of present special moments when it seems life kind of blows by so fast? Yeah,
6: I, I wish I, I wish I've mastered that, uh, that skill. I, I haven't, uh, at that, at this one moment, I literally pulled out my phone. I know that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to embrace it, but, um, I had to get a photo of it. Um, and uh, it's just literally just reminding myself, trying to remind my own spouse that uh, there's other things around us. Thing. And um, it's just like uh, anything else, you know. I make some mental notations, and, and um, that's what we've been trying to do. But it was, it's, it's very difficult, I, I'll admit.
3: And I imagine that, that photo years from now... And uh, We'll be able to call back to what you were feeling. You know, I have a friend who's in media, and and one thing he always says is, uh, you can take photos of beautiful things, but there's nothing like trying to capture that photo of a moment with people, because there's so much nuance to that. What was your daughter thinking and feeling? How you know she's having fun, and and what were you feeling and carrying in that moment, and being able to kind of um, enter into that uh, newness again. So. I appreciate you sharing that, that witness. Yeah. To
2: yeah, Leroy, that's a great story. Thank you uh, for uh, joining us on the program today. But back to uh, living in the present moment. You, even Father Blood earlier in the program, just talking about looking out your window, listening to the wind this morning, and Leroy watching his daughter chase a butterfly in the park. I know over the weekend I was playing double solitaire with one of our grandsons, but it was just those moments, it was a card game or a moment in the park or just sitting back and watching uh, uh, the wind blow and hearing the wind blow. It's those those moments right now that um, really, and whether we're suffering or whatever's going on, that brings us back into the moment and recognizing that, you know what, God really is here with us in this moment.
3: And I love the simplicity of all of these examples we've had this morning. Uh, to realize that the Lord doesn't always work in uh, huge pomp and circumstance, but in the simple moments of encountering another heart, uh, to realize to encounter a person right now, right where they are, uh, that's where we experience sort of that that ooey-gooey love that we talk about from the Father. Uh, So it's it's a beautiful reflection on our life, and, and again, it's hard in the midst of our suffering and and maybe our despair as we look forward, but to say that uh, the Lord is inactive would, would be a lie, because he, mm. He's doing some work in our soul right now.
2: Yeah. Did you say ooey-gooey love?
3: Ooey-gooey love.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I've <laughs> ever heard that before. <laughs> uh,
3: I like uh, it a lot. Uh, just, but, you know, I think it's, it, it's hard to capture sometimes, um, the generosity of God, and And it's a special kind of love he has for us. So you got to try and grasp for those words, you know?
2: (laughs) Well, you know, and then back to the point I think we're trying to make here is that, because I think uh, for me, and I think it's true for all of us, we're so focused on... um, on what's in front of us and the day ahead and maybe the week ahead or whatever, and uh, just the tasks at hand, and I use the image here a lot on the program, that we look at life through a telescopic uh, lens, that uh, we're just focused on the end of the journey, the end of the day, what we have to do before, whenever, but we we miss life. We miss uh, life going on through that wide-angle lens where we see the wind blowing, where we see these little children chasing butterflies, and I think we just miss it. But uh, that wide-angle lens to really be able to see life in our life, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we're dealing with. But uh, God's uh, in the midst of it. You know, and, and um, the the ability, and the word came up earlier, that no matter what's going on in the moment, to trust, to really trust that God is with us in it.
3: And I think for a lot of us, it's it's even just to speak those words over and over until we believe it. You know, oftentimes I invite people to just pray that phrase, Jesus, I trust in you, time and time again, you know, whatever situation we're in or whatever moment we're feeling, to be able to, to just let those words be the ones we cry out to the Lord, because uh, He is in control and He desires our good. And so, uh, to be able to, to at least put ourselves in the near occasion of grace, I like to say, um, to receive sort of that gift of, of faith and trust in the Lord, uh, no matter where we find ourselves.
2: Yeah, and then is it really just a matter of trusting God's in the midst of everything that's going on, uh, which he is, but really to, to recognize that uh, that God is speaking to us in one way or another, and he is with us throughout every moment of the day?
3: And and sometimes I think the Lord just desires for us to have fun. You know, we're just kids. I think I've had to learn quickly in the parish not to take myself too seriously and and even not to take my work too seriously, Um, because the Lord is uh, the one in charge of the church, and and He's the one who, uh, at the end of the day, is going to take care of uh, the most difficult things that that I feel like I have to carry on my own. Um, But to recognize that... Um, the Lord desires for us to have joy, and, and even, you know, not to leave the present moment, but I think if there's there's one thing we can leave the present moment for, it's that hope of heaven and that joy that He wants us to have for eternity. But to realize He doesn't want us to wait. It's not just a carrot on a stick. Uh, he desires for us to enjoy even that, that goodness on earth and to have those foretastes of what is to come in the present gift of, of the earth that we have.
2: Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director, talking today about living in the present moment. And uh, what is your experience of that? A time maybe when you realized the present moment was all you had. What's the story? We'd love to hear it. How did it impact your faith? If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
0: If you're looking for a little help on your journey of faith, our priests are here for you. Call now 1 888 914 9149. That's 1 888 914 9149. Or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is the inner life on relevant radio.
2: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Father Bobby Blood is our spiritual director on the program today. Father Blood joining us. For the first time as one of our spiritual directors, a priest in the Diocese of Rockford, Illinois, associate pastor at Holy Family Catholic Church there in the diocese, talking today about living in the present moment. And um, phone lines are open. A little bit of time left in our hour uh, today. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. And your experience of living in the present moment. We'd love uh, to hear your story. Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us, 888 914 91 Fournight. If you're just uh, tuning in and um, have not heard about the Pledge Drive last week, just another incredible outpouring of generosity from you. In our listening audience, a heartfelt thank you from all of us at Relevant Radio. We had a need, uh, we're very honest. Uh, we needed last week, and we told you, $2.7 million to stay on the air. And uh, practically speaking, uh, coming to you to say, hey, we need a little bit of your help. More than 13,000 of you said yes To our invitation, and as of this morning, again, we had a need of 2.7 million. As of this morning, we crossed the 2.9 million dollar mark. I don't, we don't have the words. Uh, I've been hearing amazing this morning, incredible, wow, but uh, whatever the word is, thanks uh, to all of you for just an incredible uh outpouring of generosity and support. We, we really, we cannot do this if you are not listening, if you're not praying with us and for us, and if you don't help us financially. So thank you so much. And uh, by the way, if you weren't able to donate last week, you can still do that online at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, and you can also call eight seven seven two nine one. 0123 father bobby blood is our spiritual director father blood a priest in the diocese of rockford illinois and as i mentioned joining us for the first time as one of our spiritual directors so father blood when we have a, a priest on for the first time we always like to ask about uh, your vocation story tell us about your call to the priesthood
3: i grew up in a uh, solid Catholic family uh, I, I always say my, my mom is very holy and my dad does what he's told and so I, I was raised uh, loving the Lord. I went to Catholic school, uh, became an altar server in fifth grade and um, our pastor growing up was uh, he was pretty rigid and he was pretty direct but I loved it. Uh, he had such a, an excitement and zeal for the mass. And so I remember when I was in seventh grade, I was kneeling in front of the altar during Mass, and the priest raised the host, and I bought it. I believed it. I realized that's Jesus. And if that's Jesus, my whole life has to change. That has to be the focus. Uh, And in that same kind of stirring of the heart, I felt the Lord say, be my priest. Uh, I mentioned it to my mom, and I said, Mom, I think I'm, I'm called to be a priest. And she said, I know. And we kind of laughed, and we didn't really speak about it again. We just kind of, this is a thing that was going to happen. I uh, went to high school and, and played some sports and got involved with a youth ministry program. Actually, at the parish where I'm assigned now, I had a strong youth ministry uh, program back when I was in high school, and I, I met a lot of people and realized that the private sort of faith I'd been living, others experienced. And so I uh, was able to speak to them about the Lord, and, and the further I got into high school, the more I felt the Lord stirring that desire. You have to try, you have to try, you have to try it. And when I was a senior, I made the decision, you know, I, I have to at least give give it a shot, and uh, just kind of made that plunge, realizing that throughout all of seminary, it was like the Lord was revealing to me my own heart, and, and being able to see the different friendships and encounters I had were all building to uh, this life that He's offered so generously that I that I don't deserve at all, um, and so it was it was a gradual sort of process because of my age, but it it seemed to go in kind of a flash of light. It just it just happened. Um, but the the Lord has just been so faithful in the Eucharist, and and I think that's the story that I saw Jesus in the Eucharist, that I received Jesus in the Eucharist, and I longed for that to be my whole life. And that's that's where I find myself today.
2: And thank you very much for finding yourself there today. Thank you for being one of our one of our priests, can you talk a little bit about? And you probably see it in your work with the youth ministry for uh, any young man thinking about the priesthood, or, or uh, a young lady thinking about the religious life. Uh, the reality is, I have friends who are priests, um, but uh, and others who thought about the priest, but priesthood. But uh, can you just remind all of us that this is really God's plan? I mean, let's be honest. There's a lot of parents who don't want their their sons to be a priest, their daughters to enter religious life, because that's not what they want. But this is really about God's plan, isn't it?
3: It is. And I in seminary, you know, we've got brothers of all kinds of situations, different family backgrounds, varying degrees of support. Uh, but if there's one thing we all had in common, it was that it was the Lord's plan. Right? The Lord spoke this call into our hearts in baptism. And um, it's each individual person's sort of discernment trying to to say yes to the invitation of the Lord. And, and I think that goes in all vocations and even in all moments of invitation from the Lord, uh, realizing that um, that person has to make certain sacrifices. And and if that's difficult for a parent or a friend uh, to understand, uh, I would just kind of encourage everyone to, to remain in dialogue, to talk about it, uh, because I think... The story of another human being is, is one of the most compelling things in the world. And so that's if it's something that you're hesitant with with your own children, to just listen um, because they might be able to show you or allow you to hear the voice of God in a new way uh, and maybe even re- re-enkindle in your own heart that sort of call that you felt um, towards marriage with a specific person. But it is. It's the Lord's plan. And I think it's it's even talking about, you know, uh, living in the present moment, it's its each and every day just getting up and, and trying to recognize where does the Lord want me to be today. Um, yeah. And it's, it's his story, and it's a beautiful story.
2: Father Bobby Blood, our spiritual director, talking about living in the present moment uh, today. Let's uh, head back to the phones. And Teresa, listening in Los Angeles, you are up next. It's nice to have you on the program today. Thanks for joining us.
7: Well, praise the Lord, and thank God for uh, both you, Father Blood and for you, uh, and relevant radio, uh, my story starts on uh, the, I'm 80 years old, and, and who needs the laptop when you're 80 years old? Well, I know God's got a plan for me. And so I I see this Black Friday sale at Walmart, and I get down there and, and get it all lined up and try to pay for it with my credit card, and they refused it. And I thought, well, you know, I've got great credit. I own my own home, da-da-da-da. Anyway, so I thought, okay, Lord, I guess I'm not supposed to do it. I get it. I'm not supposed to do what I think I'm supposed to do. And so then two days later, I see on my cell phone, Walmart is holding this for me, just bring down 600 bucks. So I called my credit card and said, hey, I want to use my credit card. Get down there, go to pay for it. They blocked it again. Well, thank God I had the 600 bucks. So, okay, praise the Lord, it's, it's on order. I come home, I stop at the Dollar Tree, and it's been raining in L.A., and I get out, and there is a giant rainbow going from the Dollar Tree parking lot all the way towards my home. And I thought, praise you, Lord, we will be reclaiming God's rainbow for God's glory, because that's what he's put out my heart. And so that was a confirmation that I am supposed to be doing what I'm doing. and But I was in full acceptance at first that, hey, if I wasn't supposed to get it, that's okay, too. And that, I think that's living in the present moment. If things don't work out, just say, okay, Lord, uh, you're in charge. So that's, that's my a, story.
3: That's a beautiful story. And I, I think there's a, a phrase that I've often brought to my own prayer, and that's holy indifference, uh, being able to um, kind of – uh, allow our hands to remain open to whatever the Lord wants to provide. But uh, I love uh, your story in that it kind of the Lord drew your eyes up, right? Sometimes we have our eyes downcast on some of maybe the the more um, material things uh, that we're concerned about, and the Lord drew your eyes heaven with that rainbow to kind of draw us back to him and not saying he doesn't take care of the practical and the material but uh, to put everything back in its proper context Uh, so i I appreciate your witness there and 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 your openness uh, to recognize uh, the lord's hand at work
2: yeah Teresa, great story good to have you on the inner life today father bobby blood is our spiritual director talking about Living in the present moment, and I think I would be remiss, uh, Father, if I didn't ask uh, you about discouragement. I mean, uh, so many of us are trying. This is we're thinking this is really a good idea. Living in the present moment. Yes, I want to do that. Yes, but I've got all these other uh, things going on in my life, um, and uh, just am really having trouble doing that. So, we. What if we get discouraged? How can we maybe walk through the discouragement? How can we embrace the present moment and really begin to learn to to live? in really that moment that is all we really have?
3: I think that's an incredible question because we all know that feeling of discouragement. Um, But I think this particular topic allows for us to be renewed as soon as we call our mind to it, to realize, okay, right now is a new moment. Right now is a new moment. Right now is a new moment. Uh, That ability to say that uh, the Lord is not done with us. Um, And so... uh, A lot of the things we've already touched on, but uh, being able to just take a deep breath, maybe just to speak the name of Jesus. Um, Maybe it's to practically write out uh, a list of priorities each day. These are the things that I want to focus on. These are the things that I want to bring to the Lord in this day. Um, But to recognize that if we don't uh, fulfill the entire to-do list, if we don't check all the boxes uh, the Lord continues to give new moments, new days. I uh, think of John the 23rd. You know, he often said uh, at the end of a day, he said, Lord, I, I did everything I could for your church, but it's your church and I'm going to bed. And sometimes I think in the midst of our discouragement, uh, sometimes that's helpful, right, to take the rest we need. Uh, so it's, the, I think it's the practical steps. And it can be easy to want to do more, but I think sometimes it's uh, going for a walk. It's um, you know, having a healthy, balanced meal. It's um, calling a friend. It's taking a moment to breathe, uh, being able to to engage with the simple things that fill us so that all the other concerns could just take a pause for a moment. And then when we collect ourselves and our mind and, and our hearts, we can go back to those things that burden us and, and enter into that dialogue with the Lord again. Uh, but it's I think it's those practical steps that help us get out of that discouragement and that frustration and our own failures in trying to live this present moment. Mm.
2: Yeah, And then what about our prayer life? I mean, I think the reality is uh, for many of us, we pray in the morning and then we get home and we pray before meals. But uh, we maybe do something in the evening before we go to bed. But what about praying a bit more during the day uh, just to... the. To- drive to work uh you know coming back from lunch uh, just to be able to take those uh, routine day to day maybe um uh, boring uh, moments in our life but just to uh, bring God into it to pray for a moment thank you for this moment uh, back to your uh, your point about gratitude does that um, just a, a little uh, more prayer throughout the day is that going to help us to live more in the present moment
3: I think so, especially if it's intentional and and if it's you're setting aside that time and say this is for you, Lord. And you know, I had a spiritual director who kind of had a three pronged approach to prayer. Right, you start with the gratitude, which we've spoken about, because that kind of gets us out of ourselves. Petition for other people, uh, because that uh, St. Thomas says that uh, zeal, that excitement for the faith we all want, is an effect of charity. And so if we're praying for another person as an act of charity, that zeal starts to rise up. And, and then the third, and I think the most difficult part for me, uh, being able to be quiet and let the Lord love us. And so if you have a little bit of a drive or if you have some downtime and can kind of take those three things and and just reset the day, reset the moment, I think that can start to put everything back in the proper framework. Um, but it could be even more simple than those three things, even just picking up your, your rosary and, and uh, working through a decade to, to again take us out of our, ourselves and our fear and our anxiety and our frustration, and say this moment is for Jesus, and He wants to be a part of these things.
2: Yeah, and I've only got about uh, thirty seconds before we have to begin wrapping up. But for somebody, uh, life is so full of regrets. Though, what if I'd done this? Uh, what about uh, what if I I should have done this or should have done that? But somebody living with regrets, what can uh, he or she
3: do with that? Well, one, if it's a, a sin you're carrying with you, come to confession. Right, The Lord wants to love you in that place. But let's say it's just kind of a social thing. Maybe you said something that came out the wrong way to realize that uh, Jesus wants to renew that in your heart. So to offer him that that very place and just say, Jesus, I want you to heal that. I want you to lift that burden, and I want you to remind me that I'm taken care of.
2: Yeah. Father Bobby Blood, our spiritual director, we have to wrap things up. Father, I've got about 15 seconds for a final blessing for all of our listeners.
3: Through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Father, we ask your blessing upon those listeners and those they love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
2: Amen. Father Bobby Blood, a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks for joining us for the first time. We hope you'll come back. We enjoyed it. Thanks uh, to Father Blood today. Thanks to all of you for taking a bit of time in your day to join us here on the program. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass at the top of the hour. And then don't forget The Faith Explained with Gail Clark at 1230 Central. We're back tomorrow. See you then.